0: Love Radio. Welcome everyone to the Freedom Girls Sisterhood. This is your Freedom Coach and your host tonight, Don Scott Damon. Hey everyone, I'm so glad that you've joined us tonight. Have you ever felt like there's something you're supposed to do, but you haven't done it yet? Have you ever felt like there's something still inside of you, a seed of greatness, perhaps, that hasn't yet come to fruition? Is there a book you want to write? Is there a song you need to sing? Is there a degree you need to earn? Is there a poem you need to write, a story you need to tell? Is there something inside of you? A business to own, a ministry, a vision, a dream, something that yet has come to pass and you are still waiting on it? Well, I want to encourage you today and on tonight's broadcast, I believe that God has put seeds of greatness inside of each and every one of us. Whether we'll see those come to fruition or not is often up to us. Stay tuned tonight. As we talk about the seeds of destiny Hey welcome, I'm so glad that you're here tonight We are women helping women live full and free lives And part of that freedom is coming into our season I really believe that each one of us have what we call destiny genes inside of us They're seeds of destiny that have been given a set time by God to come into fruition. And we don't know when that time is going to be. God knows it's the time that God has set for us. But we know this, it's going to happen. Uh, think of it like this, you know, remember when you were in high school and you went back to your high school reunion and you ran into maybe that guy that had that long flowing hair at one time, but now you see him and he's got that gene, that B-A-L-D, that bald gene that has opened up and unlocked its purpose in his life. You think, guy, he had such great hair and now he's bald, I didn't see that coming. Well, you didn't see it because you didn't put that seed there, but God did. That was a gene. That was a genetic gene. But we have spiritual genes in us. We have genes of destiny, seeds that God's given an appointed time to. And you might think, well, I never saw that coming. But God did. And before you ever took a breath, God put those seeds inside of you. And your responsibility is to get yourself in the environment where seeds can grow. I love the verse in uh, Psalm 1. It said, Blessed is the man or woman who does not walk in the way of the sinner or stand in the way of mockers or sit in the seat of mockers, but his or her delight is in the Lord, and they meditate on the Lord and God's word day and night. They're going to be like this. And if you think about it just for a moment, it's like the psalmist looked around and said, hmm, what are they going to be like? And inspired by the Holy Spirit, I believe he saw a tree there planted by the river, and he said, they're going to be like that. They're going to be like that tree right there planted by the river. Their roots are going to go down deep. They're going to soak up as much water, as much life, as much as they possibly can get. Their branches are going to flourish the righteous person, the person of destiny is going to bear fruit in every season and their leaf will never wither. And I really believe that that means that in every season of your life, whether you're 30, whether you're 35, 40, 45, 50, whether you're 20, doesn't matter your age, but every season of your life, God has ordained Seeds of promise and destiny. He's got something for you to do in this season of your life. And he's just waiting for you to get planted. Come on, somebody, to get planted. Put your roots down deep in God. Put your roots down deep in God's word. Soak up his word as much as you can. Stay in faith. And you just begin to watch what will come forth from your life. Jesus said in John 5.15 that we are the branch and he's the vine and that we're supposed to remain in him. And if we'll remain in him, we will bear much fruit. But apart from him, we can't do anything. I mean, isn't that true? Well, well, first of all, let me just clarify that because, you know, we can do a whole lot of stuff, can't we? We can do a whole lot of stuff in our flesh, but that flesh is not going to bear fruit. Fruit of eternity. It's not going to do anything to promote the kingdom of God. There's nothing in it that's anointed. We can do a whole lot of things in our own strength, but at the end of the day, it's wood, hay, and stubble, and it's going to burn up. It's not eternal. Jesus said, Apart from me, you can do nothing of value that can change the world or change lives or that will last for eternity. But I believe that we have things inside of us that God still has for us to do. I don't know if you are discouraged with where you are in your life, but God has an appointed time for something to come to pass that he's promised you. There's a scripture in Habakkuk 2.4 that says, Though the vision is yet for an appointed time, it will hasten toward the end and shall not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it surely will Come and it will not delay. In other words, it will not go past its appointed time. The dream and the vision that God has put inside of you is yet for an appointed time, a set time. I have a little bag of seeds in front of me, and these are carrots. And these carrots have, in this package of seeds, some instructions on them, and on the back they tell me when I should plant them, how long it takes to germinate, that they need to be set in a certain kind of soil and they need to be set apart from other seeds there's a distance from this seed and the next seed and the rows. and then how long it will take till harvest day there is an appointed time for planting there's an appointed time for watering and there's an appointed time for harvest and it just makes me laugh when i think about it because it's so close to how life is for us that in this little bitty seed, I can't even believe looking at this little seed, there's a carrot there. There's a carrot in there, and I don't see that. I don't see the seed when it goes down into the earth. And if I wasn't the one that planted it there, I would be surprised if one day I was walking and all of a sudden I stumbled on on a carrot. In fact, that happened to me, but it wasn't carrot. It was cabbage. But I was doing some weeding. No, it was rhubarb. I was doing weeding, and all of a sudden I'm pulling out rhubarb, and I'm thinking, this is amazing rhubarb. I didn't know we had this because it was growing wild or from a farm before we built our home. I don't know where it came from, but God knew it was there all along. God knows what's inside of you, and he knows that he's planted it. And these are seasons in your life where he is watering it, and you have to participate in the watering of the things that you're dreaming for and believing for. And then there's a time of harvest. And on the back of this carrot package, it says that the germination time is from 7 to 14 days. That means it will take that long for the hard shell of the seed to break open and the little life that's inside of it to come forth. And I know that there have been circumstances in my life that have been painful, they've been hard, they've been lonely, they've been difficult, but I realize it's that I've been planted in an environment where God has me, where the hard shell that's encompassing or encasing the life that's inside is breaking off. And the pain that I'm experiencing is simply the the pain of the hard shell of the seeds of my destiny breaking away. God has an amazing plan for your future. In fact, he tells us that, doesn't he, in Jeremiah. He says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to give you a hope and a future, not to harm you, but for your good. And your God is a good God. He's a loving God, amen. And He wants to use your life. So now, freedom in knowing that comes by saying, I can rest in God's timing. I'm going to be free. I am not going to strive. I'm not going to fuss. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to wring my hands. But I'm going to get myself in the right environment. I'm going to put myself in the right soil. So if you know that there's something in you, you want to be an artist, but you don't have a canvas, you need to get to the canvas store and buy one. You believe God called you to paint, but you don't have any colors, watercolors or pencils. You need to go and get yourself the supplies. You need to say, hey, I I believe God called me to be an attorney, but you're not in school go online and find that online school or get yourself in that university or get a job in an attorney's office and see. Put yourself in the environment so that the seeds that are in you can begin to flourish. They can break open and that life can start coming forth. There's two things that I want to share with you before we bring this broadcast to an end. The time. There are two kinds of times in the New Testament that the Bible will talk about. There's chronos time, and there is Kairos time. Chronos time is that chronological time, the sequence of time. It's the actual minutes and hours of every day. It is the clock time. I think you understand that. We can measure that time. It's quantitative. We know that it's time that we once we lose that time or once we spend that time, we never get it back. It's here and then it's gone. The time... Kronos is our time to prepare. It's the time we have to put into something that if I want to be a certain size, I have to exercise, or if I want to have a certain skill, I have to practice, or I have to go to school, or if I want to have a certain meal, I have to put the time in to get the ingredients, etc., etc. I think you get that. But then there's the kairos time, K-A-I-R-O-S, a a Greek word that means uh, two words, actually, kaira and then ros, means coming to a head. It's the divine moment. It's the appointed time, a set time. The Bible says in the fullness of time, or the appointed time, Jesus was born, that God sets times and dates, and there's an appointed time unto man to die. Your life has already been appointed by God, your day of your birth and the day that you will leave this earth. So there is this appointed time, but along with that, that appointed time, that's God's timing. There are things that he's putting into motion. The vision waits for an appointed time. Now, I I know that we can delay God's timing. I know that we can get derailed from God's timing, but his purpose will stand. If we have a heart to serve God and to please him and to be used of him and our heart and our goal is to walk with Jesus, we will not miss our destiny. Those things are going to come to fruition in our life. And there's just no greater freedom I'm sorry, there's just no greater freedom than being in your anointing, being in your calling, being in the thing that God has asked you to do, being in that gift. Boy, it's just, there's so much freedom. There's so much joy. I don't have to be something I'm not. I don't have to prove myself to anybody. I don't have to be overwhelmed with stress because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I have a total dependency on God. Apart from Him, I can do nothing Of eternal value. I get that. And so I'm on my knees. I'm crying out to God. I'm asking Jesus to work through me and speak through me and heal through me and teach through me. But there's nothing more joyous than just being in the zone, the sweet spot of what God called you to do. Now, there are some obstacles along the way to our set time. There are some saboteurs, if you will, on our way to our set time, the vision, the appointed time that the vision is to take place. And the devil has no problem trying to stop us dead in our tracks by throwing temptation, throwing trial, throwing testing, throwing obstacles our way, because the enemy does not want us to reach our full destiny. He wants us to struggle He wants us in frustration, in hopelessness, in doubt, in unbelief. He wants sadness. He wants us derailed. He wants us to squander our life. The devil doesn't care what we do as long as we don't follow God's plan for our life. Are you familiar with the prodigal, the story in Luke about the boy that said to his dad, give me my stuff now? You know, it really wasn't his timing it wasn't his kairos time. It wasn't the divine moment of God. But it was his human time, and he pressed for it. And the father let him, let him have his way. But that son took all of his wealth, and he went and he squandered it on wild living. He had fun for a season, but then he found out that he was broke and that he was kicked to the curb. He was hungry. He had no money. He had no job. He had no home. He had nothing. And he went to work in the pigsty. And there he wasted his purpose. There he wasted his time. There he wasted his chronos, his daily time doing the wrong thing. I hope you're not spending too much time working for the wrong person in the wrong way, in the wrong job, with the wrong motive. Get back home where you belong. Get back in the environment where the seeds of promise that are inside of you can flourish. When I was a little girl, I loved to read and I loved to write stories. And probably when I was 12 years old, maybe 11 years old, somewhere in there, I began to write stories. And um, I was always keeping a notepad underneath my bed, and every night before I'd fall asleep, I'd write a little bit more to the story. That was a seed inside of me that was planted by God, and that at a time when I was in school, reading, writing, that seed began to flourish. But after a long period of time of graduating from high school and getting married at a young age and having children, I didn't do much at all with that seed. I didn't do anything with writing. And that seed laid dormant, man, I'm going to say probably 25 years that I didn't do anything. Oh, I wrote a column here and there. I wrote a short story perhaps. But I did not become a writer. About four years ago, I authored my first book. I got in an environment. I was invited by my pastor to attend a writer's conference. It was a random invitation. He didn't know anything about me or my past. In fact, I wasn't the only one. He invited several of his pastors that were sitting at a round table to this conference. None of them took him up on it, but something leapt inside of me. I felt like Elizabeth. When Mary came to visit her and the seed of promise, the, John the Baptist, the baby that was inside of her womb, leapt because that life connecting with life brought that spark. And something in me leapt when he brought that invitation to the writers conference. And I took that brochure and I attended that conference. And I attended another one and another one. And I put myself in the environment. I began to meet writers and publishers and authors and editors. And before I knew it, I was in a place in an environment where the seed that was inside of me to write could begin to grow and flourish again. And now I'm working on my second and third book, and God has just allowed me to do something that was in my heart from a long, long time ago as a child because the due time, the set time, the kairos, the right season was upon me. Well, what's inside of you? What has God put in you? What dream is there for you? Or what skill or what cause or issue makes your heart pound and your eyes well up with water? What moves you? What? How does God want to use your life? Feeding the homeless, or taking care of children, or starting a daycare, or I don't know, you know what it is in your life. This is just another moment in your journey where God is reminding you don't give up on your dream, don't quit, keep believing, keep reaching, and never stop putting yourself in the growth environment. That's the growing environment where the seeds of promise that are inside of you can take root. Amen? Hmm. Well our time together is almost up tonight, but before we go, I want to invite you to join me for our third annual Freedom Girls Sisterhood Conference. It's going to be November 7th, and we are holding it at Tribes Church. You can see us on the Freedom Girls Oh, you know what? I said that wrong. Freedom dot com or Dawn Scott Registration has begun. I would love to see you there. I have a lineup of speakers that are going to blow you away. It's a time with God. It's a time to enjoy freedom. It's a time to break the cords that have you bound. I hope that you'll be there with us. Well, God bless you, everyone. I want to pray for you. Jesus, you hear and see every woman's cry and every woman that sits before you reaching for their destiny. Reaching for the promise of God. They have a vision and it has tarried, but if they're faithful to wait for it, I believe you will hear, you will see, and like Galatians 6 says, in due season we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I pray you blow on those seeds of destiny inside them, create the environment, place them in the the right path and the right people and the right timing and the right place that you would have for them God so that all that you've called them to can come to pass. We give you thanks for this Lord Jesus in your name. Amen. Well God bless you everyone. It's so good to be with you again. Women of God, stay free. Walk in freedom. I hope you'll visit me at DawnScottDamon.com and we will see you again next week. God bless.